One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, Zero Gravity here, and welcome back to Blurdy Massacre, your favorite podcast for only the best of the black and nerdy. Today's show is uh, about to get hairy AF, just a forewarning, but before we roll into today's chaos, let us intro our hosts. Hey everybody, it's Brother Ghoulish again. I apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm the host of Brother Ghoulish's Tomb, Brother Ghoulish's Dragula Breakdown, and I'm also one-eighth of the Alter Tapes, also with my friend Sheree, who's here. And we like talking about horror from every angle. So get into that. Get into it, yo. Yeah. Um, I am Sheree the Slayer, a.k.a. Sheree the Wig Watcher. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am one half of a nightmare on Fierce Street, one-eighth of the Alter Tapes with <laughs> Brother Ghoulish. Um, and I am also a writer at Dread and in my own world. So, like, get into it. Follow it on the Twitter, mostly, because sometimes Instagram is that girl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Zero Gravity, y'all. I am a digital creator and host, also known as NYC's spookiest MC and baby podcaster. Welcome to the show, everyone. All right. So, let's see. Before we get into our topic today, let's see what's really going down in the horror community right now. What's popping, guys? What's been going on? So I am concerned about Daniel Kaluuya because like, first off, I love him, but also like last week, um, he fired his whole team and also stopped taking interviews because this woman who he's invited into his life, who we call hair holiness <laughs> is telling him what to do and how to do his fame and his career now. Does it not sound a little bit like Rose? Does it not sound a little bit like we should be concerned? Is this an intervention? It's definitely sounding like Rose. It's also sounding like old girl Eden from um, The Invitation. Like, it's Listen. definitely giving, like, cult Ooh. vibes. I mean, this is a lot of responsibility. Is this person a manager? I mean, to just step in and be like, start over. Scrap it. That seems a little... I mean, I want to say micromanagey, but, like, macromanagey. Are you Okay. And I hope this has nothing to do with what Uncle Sam said mm -hmm. in our last episode. I'm just saying. 
those scars apparently still carry because like he's letting her sort of just like tell him where to be, when to be, and who to be. And I can't even imagine because like I'm a drunk girl on the internet, but like nobody's gonna roll in and be like, start over, bitch. Like that's just <laughs> so the fact that he is at that level and she's like, eh, stop it. Give it all up. <laughs> and what was her name again? What cause I, you said it was her belovedness. What was it? <laughs> she's she's a crystals guru named Hair Holiness or Air Holiness. Oh, crystals um, guru. Yeah, like she was some Instagram personality, and now she's running Daniel Kaluuya's life. And I'm just like, I also have Instagram of people looking for people to just take over their lives because I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like blink three times if you need help. If it there's a like chance for me to end up in a monkey paw production, though, I might call old girl up. So did he know her around the time that? He, <laughs> if so, just don't be surprised, y'all. If like out of nowhere, like I just delete everything, and then the next time you see me, I'm talking about like my new name is Behold Childless or something Listen. like that. Ooh, that. Listen, but to. Your whole staff. That feels like that. That's usually the cry of I'm with an abuser. Because usually when your friends are like, mm, I'm with this new dude and I don't talk to y'all, you're like, oh no. Um, but like, I don't know Daniel enough to be like, let's go get brunch and have a bit intervention. I wish I did know him, <laughs> but I don't. And does she let him go to brunch anymore? I don't know. Like, my guess is no. No. My guess is no. When I saw no. that y'all put this story on the list for the show notes, I Googled him to see if he was okay, and this picture came up, and I knew that he wasn't. Look at this coat. That's a cry oh. for help. Been, he's, he's been asking for us to intervene for a minute. What in the coming to America is hey. about that coat? Oh, you know oh what? my gosh. You know what? <laughs> like, what in the coming to America is this? <laughs> 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 Yeah, Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy are like, ooh, we're going to do a, a well check, wellness check real quick. We'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is also accurate. Funny. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's definitely cult-like behavior. So, like, I'm hoping it's something that someone <laughs> who he can still access is helping him work through because, like, Letting a crystal girl take over your life like this and like separate you from all your people who've helped you get to this point just feels weird and wrong. It is wrong. Like we're all a part of your success. We want you to win. Like I, I'm saying, like I know him, but I'm, I'm talking about the people that you're talking about who have helped mm-hmm. him get to this point. Like, nah, mm-hmm. that it is not the way. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it is not. It is not. <laughs> no. Like, I, I'm real worried. I'm real worried. Because, like, the Wakanda cast, some of them have been making some choices. And this is by far the biggest choice I've seen. Um, Wait, what do you wh- mean choices? Someone is anti-vax and very loud and proud about it. Which oh, is- yeah. Okay. I, I had a Ooh. feeling that that's what you were referencing. How mm. disappointing is that? How disappointing. That's- her character believes in science in this movie, and she was like, she "Let me show you, I am not my character <laughs> at all." This is a casting. She is damn good at her job because I, she could have fooled me. She Wait, who, the who? smartest girl in the, uh, Shuri. Shuri. Oh <gasps> no! Yeah, and I loved that actor because I had saw her in that episode of Black Mirror. I think it was Black Museum. Oh, I might be wrong. It's been a minute. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, so good. Yeah. 
it was so good. And then she was in Wakanda, I'm like, yeah, let's get it, let's go. And then she's like, I don't like vaccines. Like, oh, I'm gonna step back over here. What? Yeah. I mean, just just lower your voice. Just, just lower your voice. We're coming off of the heels of, of a great moment. You know, we all got African again. You brought us all together. You know, the dashiki yeah. market skyrocketed. <laughs> just, Stop. Just <laughs> lower your voice. Lower your voice, please. Like, I'm already making payments on my outfit to wear to the new one's premiere. Like, I, I need them to not <laughs> fail me. <laughs> All right, so let's let's tackle the elephant in the room since we're talking about Black Panther. Um, very very scary incident happened not too long ago with Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, in a Bank of America, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Right, guys, mm -hmm. um, was suspected of robbing a bank, even though he was trying to withdraw his own money from his account. Um, not a good look. I think it also was in the city of Atlanta. Not a good look. Yeah, it's why they were filming. Um, I'm gonna say Wakanda too. Wow, it's why they were filming Black Panther too. Like, <laughs> welcome he, to Wakanda, coming to Wakanda to, too. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and and they were like, he he was wearing a mask and a hat. I'm like, most people are wearing masks. It is a pandemic, yes, but also he handed in like his ID and his info and wrote, "Could you count it discreetly?" Because twelve thousand is a lot in this area. <laughs> yeah, and so if you have the person's ID. And you have their account information, and they're asking for just twelve thousand out of it. Because I, I know I don't have money because I am a poor. But I imagine he's got a lot more monies in there than twelve thousand. So if you were gonna rob mm -hmm. somebody and like get away with it, wouldn't you take more than twelve thousand? Like, <laughs> clear the whole thing out, right? I mean, hey, maybe we would make really shitty bank robbers. I don't know, but being a single person walking around with twelve grand in your pocket, you have to do that discreetly. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't walk around it with a hundred dollars in my pocket if I could help it. I just no, but just not. you never freaking know, especially in a city where he was in the city of Atlanta. I don't know where geographically he was in the city, but just walking around in the city with that much money on you, you have to be discreet. It's the only way that would eat me up inside. So I totally understand. Also, the mask we're in a freaking pandemic. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, I, I guess it was a very situational thing, but you take a step back and you get really, really freaking angry, especially when you see the video footage. Um, and I, I feel a little bit grateful that the police that were called on site were police of color. They're just responding to a call doing their jobs, but the situation is so freaking infuriating that it doesn't, it does not matter who you are. You're literally in Atlanta, which is, mind you, up and coming city for filmmakers and, and television. So they're all over this area. You're freaking Ryan Coogler, who leaded a pretty much a, a science fiction comic book geek uh, movement not too long ago. How can something like this possibly touch you? literally to be handcuffed withdrawing your own money i can't even i can't even like i i would own that bank of america i've used it for my secret collection i would have stomped through it with the entire cast and crew and craft service team of wakanda like we would we would own that building because like what i'm gonna do with this new trauma is ruin some lives like, yeah and, and so they're lucky he's gracious because like 
seeing him handcuffed to put chills in me before I even read the article because like it don't end well when the cops get involved with black people and like again like he is he is the blurred movement and so it's like how close did we come to losing him had that bank person called the cops and white people shown up or what have you like it could have been real bad and it could have been real bad real fast and I'm mad at her. Somebody told me that she is black. And I was like, how do you, as a black person, call the cops on a black person making a withdrawal from their account? Like, what had happened? I mean, you already know the tea on that. Like, not all the skin folk are the kin folk. Like, some of them be, like, they see a black person trying to take out money and they find that suspicious. Like, I know, like, when I go into most, like, establishments and stuff, I get treated like instantly I don't have any money. And like, that's immediately how they treat me. And granted, I don't, but it is still wrong. You know, like at the end of the day, like it's customer service. Like it doesn't really cost anything to just like talk to someone and actually like just help them through their transaction. And like y'all said, he could have cleaned the whole thing out for more than 12,000 if it was really a bank robbery. The only threat they saw was the color of his skin. And that's really messed up. Hard agree. Hard agree. Mm, mm, mm. I also, I kind of, I understand Ryan Coogler wanting to just move past this. Um, I think he or somebody on his behalf made a statement that, you know, not really wanting to brush this under the rug or anything, but like, let's, let's just keep it moving. Let's just move past this. Um, but it hurt my feelings <laughs> personally um this is not the news that i needed so i kind of don't want to just throw this under the rug um and i understand that i'm not ryan coogler but if i were i would probably have like much bigger fish to fry at this moment than dealing with this but i i mean maybe we don't have to be such up in arms nobody was hurt but i don't think it's appropriate to just okay next happens all the time this is something that people should be really upset about um as as a uh, not just a situational issue, but this is a, this is like a corporate issue. I I want Bank of America to go down now. I mean, maybe I'm just like petty about it, but I I hate that this happened. And we just lost Chadwick. I just hate that this happened. Letitia's talking crazy. I just want us to just kind of get African again, and <laughs> I just want right. to. All the stars just came out by SZA. Okay. I, I'm chasing that freaking high. I really am. I, I want to go back. I want to go back. And that was a rough year, but at least, like, <laughs> none of this had happened. I yeah. just... And and it's I agree, hard agree, that, like, he doesn't owe us his trauma. He don't have to process that in public, because, like, that's one of the few things about trauma is you get to handle it however you want to in that moment. And if years from now, he's like, I do want to shut down Bank of America. I will still be here with the gasoline. However, like, it could have ended so much. It could have ended so badly for anybody not Ryan Coogler. Because what it had been, like, some random person who just happened to have 12000 in the bank. It happened to be Black in Atlanta. Or what mm. if it happened to be, like, somebody who was going to pop off? Because, like, I'm sure he took this much calmer than most of us. Because it would have been a whole moment. There would be videos of me acting a full ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I deign to say it is probably still happening to people and since they're not Ryan Coogler it doesn't get blown up and get this type of press but this type of shit is is happening and you know we just don't know about it mm-hmm. oftentimes and we're not Ryan Coogler so yeah it really is just sweep it under the rug and keep it moving yeah just daily like, daily stuff 
Listen, I need to see them put out their new statement on how they will and will not be handling black people who want to make withdrawals. Yeah. Because you can't be like, he don't talk about it, so we're fine. Because we're not fine, Bank of America. I see you. I don't use you, and I never will. But like, I, a bitch is going to be in your DMs going, how are you handling things? What have you learned? What have you changed? Actionable items. Go. Go, go, go. Also, the way this was reported also shows in people's asses. Because people were like, up-and-coming director Ryan Coogler. And I'm like... Whoa, whoa. Up-and-coming director? Who said that? If they, if they don't chill... I think it was Variety, but I have to like double check my receipts because like oh, no. up and coming director and like up and if he's up and coming, then like most of us are never even on the board. Like what else does he have to do? He gave you Wakanda. How much? Who? Who? What else can he give you? I know who wrote the article, y'all. Bank of America wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only logical mistake. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Well, okay, on a more positive note, though, let's um let's talk about this potential. Actually, no, it's not potential. It's set in stone now, isn't it? This I Am Legend Part 2, or uh, I Am Legend 2. I don't know if it's a part two. I don't know. We don't know. We just know that we're getting a sequel, and who will be joining Will Smith next time? Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Ooh, Michael B. Know. Jordan. And so, they're both not just starring, they're producing in it too. Like oh, Will really? Smith and Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Well, Will Smith, I I I trust a little bit um with with as a in a producing role, sorry. But Michael B. Jordan, like what what's up his resume? What he's he what has he done? I mean, Michael is also one of my husbands, so I'm gonna take this one. I think that <laughs> ready for this because like he he's got a decent resume i mean when he first started he did some questionable stuff as you do when you're a black actor and there are no roles for you <laughs> but right, since right. He, he since he made the switch to being like hey people know my name he's like put some respect on it and so he's given us hits like it's usually quality i don't remember the last time i saw him in something and i was like oh we won't talk about this no more it's been all hits um but again he is one of my husbands so i am biased now, uh, and by the way, I'm rooting for your harem of husbands, by the way. Like, this is this is giving me all the energy I needed today. Thank you. Yeah, that, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a businesswoman. I am in different zip codes. And I need multiple husbands in each of those to hold things down. What? It's giving Tinder Swindler right now. Sure, is like, <laughs> my enemies, my enemies, please, Michael. My enemies are after me. If you love me, then the next thing you know, she's like... <laughs> In freaking California, just <laughs> you know. But I, I'm very curious to. I, I'm, I'm ready for some leaks. I'm ready. I know we had this conversation uh, our last episode about um, promotional material and trailers and where we stand there. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on the same side of of this argument. I guess it's not really an argument of this debate, pro or con, um, especially with I Am Legend because like our our ending, the ending that we got in our first movie was very, like it ended. It just like, it's just straight up ended. Uh, we can talk about the alternative ending if you want. That shit was really fucking weird. So we don't have to even go there, <laughs> honestly. But- um, Oh, oh, oh. 
Um, it's um, it, it's 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 um, it's something. <laughs> it's something. Uh, ooh, I don't even know how to begin to describe this. Um, it's an alternative ending for a reason. Oh. It's a little um, it, it crosses the void of uh plague movies undead i'm not going to call them zombies because people are going to cancel me um you know what i think it, it it crosses one of those rules that you really shouldn't in terms of like plague cinema um, <laughs> but it happened anyway um very like warm bodies i don't know if you know of that movie if you feel me like yeah yeah, yeah. i i'm glad they went with the ending that they did end with but um spoiler alert Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you got my warning. There, there is no Will Smith at the end of I Am Legend. Um, he, yeah. he, he dies at the end, and I mean, he he sacrifices himself. So, um, so I guess a story can continue. It's definitely not his story anymore. But the man is dead. So, for them to announce that Michael B. Jordan will be joining Will Smith in this sequel. I'm assuming it's a sequel. It could be like a universe type thing, but mm. Will Smith is going to be in it. I mean, that's what I got from the from reading these articles um, when the the movie was announced. But like, how they're going to have to do some weird flashback thing? Um, yeah, I feel very now. a very specific way about flashbacks, um, which is usually not very <laughs> good. <laughs> I just I don't know. Flashbacks are just kind of. They feel, I've, to me, it feels kind of like I'm being mansplained. Like, oh, you yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to connect these two dots. So here's a flashback. I don't want that. I don't want that with I Am Legend two. I don't think that there is a uh, a sequel to like the source material. So it was a book first, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think that there is a sequel. So I guess they could really go anywhere. Um, but either way, I. I accept. I, I accept this challenge. Um, I, I live in a in, in and around an area where they filmed the first movie, so I think about it very, very often. Um, I'm. I will always be a supporter of plague cinema that takes place in New York City. Um, I know it's very expensive to shoot here. Um, which is why everything is done on a set and almost we have no plague movies that take place in New York City. That's like one of the very few that we have. It's also the reason why I um, am really looking forward to. And again, don't like you can think what you want of me. But yes, I'm very excited for the American remake of Train to Busan. It's going to be called Last Train to New York. I'm just thinking zombies in New York, plague cinema in New York, which is already one of the most chaotic cities. So like I I think we need more of that. So, hey, anything that will get me back there, I'm fucking ready. I Am Legend was phenomenal. That's actually the first movie that I watched as soon as I evacuated the city when the pandemic started. Uh, maybe not the best idea, <laughs> but that was my idea, and I held strong with it. So, I don't know. I just love you did research. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's such a oh, zero yeah. move. Like this shit's popping. Let me get my list together to see my research. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts, thoughts. Any thoughts? Are we gonna go to the theater? What are we thinking? Are we upset? 
I'm thinking, and you're talking about thoughts for the last train to New York or uh, the I Am Legend Part Two. I Am Legend Part Two. I oh, I will I will go to theaters for that, like absolutely. But I I think what they're going to do is some soap opera shit. They're going to make it so that the explosion happened and everybody thought Will Smith was dead, but he's going to come back and be all like messed up because like. I feel like the flashbacks would be disrespectful because they're going to do some type of age rendering to him like they did in some most recent horror films that didn't look too savory. So <laughs> Sheree Lena in is like murdering. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, we don't, we don't want that. Like It's like you said, it's like these flashbacks, not only are they like mansplaining, which is a damn good metaphor, but they wreck pacing and like we can get a fresher story out of it. Like, don't don't destroy the pacing. The first I Am Legend's like close to two hours and it doesn't feel like it. It's like an hour 45. And it's paced well for um, something that doesn't have a lot of characters. It's very, I mean, essentially it's just him and his dog for most of the film. And then yeah. later there's, in the last 30 minutes, two new main characters introduced. But the pacing is great. I'm going to see it, but I have similar concerns because this is a safe space. Yeah. We we all have feels about Will Smith, but we also know that he don't like to not see himself on the screen if he's attached to it, which oh, is why yeah. I'm two episodes into Bel Air and I'm like, Will's gonna pop out any minute. I know he is. He don't belong in this world, but he's gonna be here. He's gonna be here. I know it. Oh. <laughs> like a delivery boy at some point. Right? Just like, something. what do you mean you got another uncle? Why do you need two uncles in this one? <laughs> no. You know something though, Sheree, you're gonna read me, but I, I may deserve to be read. I would not mind because I love looking at Will Smith. So if he popped yeah. up like in the back, like you said, like on a mail card or something, I'd be like, bring him forward and take off his shirt. Like I, he's that's oh it. my god. He just he likes to be seen, and that's why whenever I'm just like, oh, Will Smith attached, he'll be in it in five, four, three, two. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Uh because like for all I know, he's gonna show up playing Will's dad and be like, ain't it meta? And he's like, nobody asked for this, nobody asked for this, William. Okay, so that I don't want. Him being the dude's dad would just, that's too much. No, that's not cute. That's not have cute. You, have you met my friend Will? What? Um, so I, that's my, that's my, that's my thing is that like, if he needs to just go ahead and give it to Michael B. Jordan. I'm not just saying that because he's my husband and I'm biased. I'm saying that because his story for his character is done. And so mm. like trying to connect the two so he can be like, I'm on screen too. Haha, it's two of our movies. It's like, no, just. Let it happen, Will. It's okay to sometimes just produce something. It's okay. I agree. You sold me because, like, I'm so excited. First of all, I, I love looking at Will Smith, and I want the sequel so bad that I was going along with it. But when you really hold it up to the light, an age-rendered Will Smith versus a soap opera return don't sound like hot options. Either of those don't sound that alluring. Granted, it is fan abuse because I feel like I'm not alone in saying that a lot of us would still show up. But you're right. Like To just have Michael B. Jordan be the focus of like this new story based on what he sacrificed in the first one, talking about um, Will Smith's character, Robert, that's just as entertaining to me, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I need Will to start passing the mic more often because I saw Bad Boys 3. <laughs> oh, you know oh, what? Oh, did you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a finisher. I was like, I remember the first two from when I was a kid. I'm going to watch this third one. Even though I, again, this is a safe space and we all have feels about Martin. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to see it, but I got some concerns. And like watching these two try and do what they did 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I was like, y'all could just also 
pass it forward. Y'all feel like it'd be like detectives at the precinct being like, look, here's how you youngest is doing the shit wrong. That would have been more entertaining. They could have had more fun because like both of them are funny people. And so the one-liners alone would have sent me. But they were like, no, let's get out here. I'm going to get a gun. I'm going to slide off this car again. Like, dude. I'm going to slide off this car again. <laughs> uh -uh. Just guess, like you remember. Right? I'm like, is this slow motion or is this just like real speed? I don't know no more. And I just, I, I won't be doing bad boys for if we're going to do it this way. <laughs> Wait, stop. You're joking. There is no bad boys for it. There's always a sequel when there is a Will Smith. When there is a will, there is a way. Literally. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> there is a will, there is a way. That is too much. Um, so our topic this week is questionable installations. The worst wigs in horror. Because we're always on Wig Watch here <laughs> and Bloody Massacre. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to get to the root of one of the most noticeable problems in film. The bad wigs thrust upon the heads of great actors. Because bad wigs happen to anybody <laughs> and often do. <laughs> Amen to that, man. Like some of the best talents be having the worst wigs put on their head. It's not their fault. But it makes it even more painful to behold like, you see someone like an Angela Bassett, for example, with a bad <laughs> wig, that breaks my heart. It's the reason I don't watch award shows, but when I find a Black actor has won something, I cry a little bit because I think about the wig they were put under when they had to, like, <laughs> do this acting. <laughs> like, Viola Davis earned those awards, y'all. Have y'all seen these wigs they throw on her? <laughs> like, she is Viola Davis. You mean the helmets they be putting on old girl? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. Somebody That's has a <laughs> Is she like, is she going to a gala or is she about to go ride dirt bikes? Like I'm I'm just trying <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'll support sis either way, but just tell me no, if I need to hear my new head the, or not. That's the kicker, okay? When you uh you have the the uh, the Oscars at at eight and then and then the NASCAR event at eight forty five, and you don't have to go home and do a costume change. It's just two in one. And you're coming Nobody... from a mad. Are you coming from a Mad Max audition? <laughs> that's possible though I mean, but then if she gets the role the wig they put on her is going to be even worse so post-apocalyptic wigs for black people listen oh we'll get there we will get there on a side note though I do think that's a thing um, I don't exactly know where I got this piece of information from but I was watching some sort of documentary uh, video on YouTube about stunt work um, mm. and oftentimes for stunt actors will put not a whole helmet but like some sort of protective gear under the wig and just kind of like hope that they are ejected from the car quick enough for nobody to <laughs> notice that like their their scalp is like a good three inches elevated above the top of their head for safety the reasons yeah. the malignant <laughs> Yes. Yes. First yeah. Of all. <laughs> it's got an airbag under there. I'm just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why when um when he like it was sad, but when he threw her into the wall, I, I was shocked she felt anything. I'm like, she clearly has like a whole apparatus. Like, how did how did the wig not absorb the shock? And like the whole time, I should have known she was hiding something, something underneath of there, because that wig was huge. 
it was. I I was like, what's going on with this wig? What's that bump about back there? And then I was like, I don't know, Gabriel doing stuff. And then like <laughs> when it was that scene where they were filming the person in bed, and I was like, that's her hair. I'm like, that's who's in the back of her head. <laughs> she has a whole person in the back of her head. <laughs> like that's why that bump is so severe. <laughs> I don't know how much you read into the movie Malignant, but it's actually a very elaborate metaphor for terrible wigs. Okay. G- goodbye. Goodbye, Zero. <laughs> no, elaborate. No, don't go away yet. Break this down, please. I need to hear this. I need to hear this. It's an entity of its own. I mean, what else do I have to say? It's it's it's, its own entity and it's ruining your life. It's it is ruining the way people look at you, your actions. It's it's got a mind of its own. What else can I say? And y'all are y'all aren't looking at this movie right. I think you're right, right? Because it's also born of trauma, you know, like you know (laughs) it all makes sense. Yes. Something obviously happened with a comb in that child's life because she's not using one down. Like, not having a part means not having peace. And that's what that means on me. A part? She was like, what's that? Because the child, that thing was... Whoa. Hmm. That thing was thanging. That thing was thanging. I was like, take her to the hospital and to get her hair taken care of because, like, you need to correct both of these things. Child, let's get the real talk out the way so we can get into our list because I'm pretty sure y'all are about to take it to places I'm not even expecting. And I know my list is juicy too. So, all right. So for the real talk this week, um, which one of us should start? It's only, it's about to be a brief segment, right? (laughs) All right. We're going to get into some real talk um, about our topic prior to jumping into it. And I'll start with Angelica Houston. This is like some very old tea, but when I heard like wigs, I was thinking about how they can hide vast secrets. And I don't know if you all remember how stunning Morticia looked in her look for the Adams family, but she had a very painful apparatus apparently up underneath that wig. And it was to help push the look further, obviously. And to get a lot of the effects that we ended up getting at the end of the film. Because I don't know if you noticed, especially the second one, but it always looks like there's like a light, like right in her eyes. Like she's peeking from the shadows and like her face is like stretched back. And this is a gorgeous woman, so she doesn't even need the apparatus. But it goes to show sometimes these wigs may have apparatuses up underneath of them. That's all I'm saying. You never know. You never I know. I think most do. Um- <laughs> Because one of the movies on our list is obviously bad hair, we would not be responsible <laughs> podcasters if we didn't talk about Justin Simeon a little bit. And so we just needed to bring up the Dear White People Jeremy Tardy exit <laughs> because heading into the fourth season, Netflix gave them more money and earmarked to pay certain actors more, as you do. And uh, Jeremy apparently was not one of the actors receiving that, even though he'd been on there for a hot minute. And him and Justin exchanged some words. <laughs> and he left. <laughs> Which, I mean, good for you for knowing your worth. You, you don't get to be like, oh, I'm secondary because you don't want any more money, but I'm here every day. Um, <laughs> so that got to be a little bit of a thing. Um, yeah, I 
I actually did not watch the fourth season. I heard it's a musical season. Yeah. Um, <sighs> um, yeah. <laughs> I've seen clips just floating around the internet. Um, but I don't want to say the show turned me off after a while, but I, I did kind of lose a little bit of interest to be completely transparent. Mm -hmm. I maybe should get to it for research purposes eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got some wig watching to do. We we all got to pull up yeah. on this show. <laughs> Listen, I... the, the hairline of the fence. <laughs> just let me just tap in here for research purposes. We have a responsibility, but no, that I. You know what? I don't want to see a musical version of Dear White People. I don't even know why that happened. I didn't. I didn't know about that until just now. That sounds terrible. I, I'm not gonna lie. I watched the show, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. Like it's one of those movies where older white people kept telling me I needed to watch it, and I was like, I feel like it means I don't need to watch it. But I tried it, and I went to sleep, and I was like, ah. <laughs> and then like the show came out, right? And I was like, sometimes a bad movie makes a great show, so I'm gonna try it one more time. And I was there, but also I think it's in part because we don't have a lot of like of these sort of shows with black people by black people. And so you feel obligated to show up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh man, I wasn't gonna sleep, but like it's the one black hour this year, so I'm gonna like try it. And so, the black hour. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make an appearance on Twitter so people know I tried. Um mm. and I got sucked in for three seasons, even though like the third season I really wanted to quit so many times. There was so much happening. And I was like, I'm starting to feel like maybe me and Justin don't see eye to eye on some things and some stuff. <laughs> um, but I was going to come back for the fourth until I saw this actor being like, um, I feel like this is discrimination. I feel like this is this. And they were like, let's you the standard. We're not racist. We don't discriminate. We're here for everybody. Because like mm -hmm. every company says that while doing absolutely positively nothing <laughs> to support that thought. I wonder how this character is going to make their exit, though. Because there always there has to be either some oh he just died, or oh you know what I'm saying is it going to be a polite exit or is it going to be a just who who character oh never heard of him before you know I forgot who he played let me scroll up because I I don't remember names it's been so long it's been so long um, he plays. <laughs> I'm now, gonna... this is what I would call racially motivated. Rashid. He played Rashid, the Kenyan They're... college student. Mm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Not, not the. Mm hmm. It makes so much sense. <laughs> it does. We'll see. I should have just assumed that was the character in question because, like. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, well. If y'all are ready, we can jump into our lists. Let's go. Yes. Should we round table it? I think we have to round table it because like this is this is not a bingo, but it is a bingo. Because we're gonna have some overlaps. And we're all gonna yeah. have thoughts on the ones we don't overlap on, anyways. What? This is true. All right. Facts. Let's begin though. Okay, uh listeners, I hope you have your your uh questionable installation bingo card handy. And uh, good luck. Let's begin. <laughs> okay, so how, who's going to start? Uh, should we rock, paper, scissors? Take it, Ryan. Take it, Ryan. All right, let's Take do it. it. So the first one on my list, I just had to get it out the way, was Taylor Lautner in the Twilight Saga as Jacob. And I'm talking about when the wig was long. 
So in New Moon. Oh, that one went right over my head. That's good though. When I, he was all like a uh, native, he was like yeah. native makeups, very exactly, thick, and like you know there might have been a couple twigs in his hair too because he's just like <laughs> so rustic. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the Twilight movies, but I know that wig because I almost wrote it down. <laughs> I, whenever Twilight talked about, they're like, we have a native character, and it's that, and it's him in the bad wig, and I'm like, y'all need to say less. Yeah, I need to say so much less because <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot. He didn't have that whole that, that wig for the whole saga. It was like just the first movie, right? It was the yeah, correct. So the first movie and then some of the second one, but then that's why the scene where he's um introduced without the hair is such a big deal because he's shirtless in the rain and then his hair is cut. And I remember oh, being in the theater and people yeah. were literally like, Whoa! I was people. Um but, <laughs> but yeah, it's no, me. that. A bad wig trying to hold a good act about a bad wig trying to hold a hot actor down. What (laughs) it was very much that because I did not know he was hiding all that underneath that wig. I mean, that in and of itself was another apparatus. That's another reason I'm not seeing those movies because I was like, I've never seen him actually act, but he's very hot. And for you to do that to him, no, (laughs) it's not not right. You're so right. (laughs) Were they cutting strings though? Like, were they, were they? Were they cutting corners or was it just yeah. the time? Cause I, I like a lot of that stuff in, in those Twilight movies is janky. And not just the you know, soundtrack is janky, uh makeup is janky, those weird scenes when they're like flying through the trees are I remember being in the theater and like during the time and being like, wow, this is janky. The wig is janky. Was it just a product of its time or was this just janky? Normally, I'm upset when they don't fund the adaptations by stuff written by women, but Stephanie Meyer will have her own episode later. She has an enemy in me. Um, <laughs> so I'm happy they didn't give her any money. And I'm sorry a lot of my favorite actors, because Lee Pace is in that bitch for some reason. And I'm like, Lee Pace, love yourself, because I love you, and I won't see this for you. It's the one time I did not show up for a Lee Pace project. I tried a Hobbit movie, y'all. Like, I got time for Hobbits and three-hour journeys. I tried one, because Lee Pace was there. But for Twilight, I was like, no. That's too far. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was fan service because I I read like the first Twilight, like when it first came out. And then I subsequently mm-hmm. just read all the books and saw all the movies. And when I went to the theaters, I went with like my friends and stuff. It was a good time. It was fun. But I mean, the movies aren't exceptional by any means. I just like them just because of nostalgia feels at this point. Like they're just fun. Uh-huh. But like, I definitely have huge problems with Stephanie Meyer as well. That cannot be. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to do an episode on Old Girl. But when that happens, I got some shit to say to her too. Uh oh, I'm ready to learn. I am Listen. ready to learn. I hope she's ready to learn too. Her ass need to pull up on Blurdy Massacre that day with pen and paper because I have, a, yeah, like it'd be sliding. Oh, I'm gonna stop you right there. You know, she can't write, Ryan. Don't even <laughs> do that to her. That was mean. What? <laughs> that was mean. You had a pocket for that. What? <laughs> Stop. You're like, you read the proof. You read the proof. You're telling people to fucking give her the right more. You ain't lying, man. Because I tried to read the host and I'm like, okay, I aged out. I got like 30 pages in and was like, okay, no. I tried. <laughs> no, I, I'm a fan. And her wig later. should go on this list. Have y'all seen her wig? <laughs> Violet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no wonder, no wonder she thought Jacob looked okay. No wonder she signed off on it. Oh, look all right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is not about to turn into a dragging. Save that for the episode. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about her fingerhead wig then. Um, <laughs> it's on you, Zero. Okay. Let's see who am I going to pick out of my hat. Okay. I'm going to start with <sighs> literally every rendition of Storm from the X-Men. Um, every Holly Berry every alexandra ship too i'm sorry she was a little bit better but not by much um this one is just like close to my heart because storm is supposed to be the baddest bitch she is the x-men that even wolverine doesn't cross like nobody would cross her absolutely nobody and they gave her this dumbass haircut <sighs> Look at the source material. If you look at the source material, she is supposed to be some like crazy, ridiculous Amazonian. And now she has this like weird ass pixie cut and it just doesn't lay right. Like there's there's like a, a at least three centimeters between the bangs and her actual forehead. Yes, the baying, the baying, of course. Yes. <laughs> Didn't get better in the sequel at all. Uh, meanwhile, in the comic universes, we have Storm with like this fucking banging mohawk, this banging mohawk. Sometimes she's just like straight up bald. It doesn't fucking matter. But why put that thing on her head? And why did it have to be Holly Berry's head of all of the scalps to put it on? Was not a worthy throne for that mess at all. And for as much money that, is it Warner Brothers? Who has, I think it was who Sony. Owns Sony? Uh, I should have done my research. Somebody, at, 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 in this moment of time, whoever owned X-Men, they had money. They, they definitely had money. Come on, guys. And I also kind of want to blame it on like you don't understand her significance. But then again, if they could have Tyler Taylor Lautner running around with that mess on his head, and for his Twilight being as big as it was, like I guess it can happen to anybody, right? right? Anybody. Just, the storm wigs piss me off because you mean to tell me you can afford to have mutants fight in different timelines, universes, different locales and spaces, but you can't get her a good wig. That's too much. It's too much. That, that's your cut corners. That's your cut corners. Y'all have DH you know, half your cast, but you can't get her wig. <laughs> you know what makes me mad about that? Sometimes I wonder, are these like when they do that, do they think they're doing us favors? Like, do they like is it cutting corners in their mind, or did they think this was the most banging installation out? We about to have girl looking good. Cause that pixie wig was just it. I'm it I'm with y'all. It. It's very bad. It feels like hateration. The long one too. The, lo the like long one was also bad. It was it too high. It feels like hateration, to borrow from Auntie Mary J. Blige. Um, it feels like somebody's like, Halle Berry's too hot. Take her down some steps. Put yeah, her, yeah, her, yeah. Just tone it down a little bit. Just right? a little bit. And you know, there's like an added test because Storm, she obviously controls the weather, right? So it's got to move. For the love of everything black and nerdy, the thing has to move. There's going to be a storm. There's going to be wind. There's going to be weather. The thing has to move. Please. It's just, it's not going to look right. It had too right. much hairspray. You're right. Because it wasn't, it wasn't moving. And like, no. as we're talking about this, I know who did her wig. Bank of America. They did her wig. <laughs> it's all coming together. I didn't put this on my list, but also, I'm, this could be very fair. The whole like, 
Holly Berry is just too hot of a woman, so we gotta like scale her down a little bit. Y'all remember the call? Listen, yes, that movie. That's another... Oh no, I didn't think Let's about Monster uh, Ball. Yeah, they only put her in bad wigs because they're threatened by how hot she is. The best yeah. wig I remember on her might have actually been her hair because it was in the Flintstones movie. And that's a deep cut. Like, that's like back in the day. But like her hair was looking all right in that. What about the fact uh, that's the Cat last Woman. time her hair was oh yeah. Was that her hair? Mm. That could have been because it was short. She was doing the damn thing, but you know, short wigs can also be a, a conundrum. I've blocked that movie from my mind, so I can't I can't really say with accuracy what her hair Cat looked Woman? like. Oh, I like that movie. There, I said it. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. No, I mean, no, no. Like, no, is, is I like no. about time. I'm not talking shit. Look. That's true. That's true. You can sit your ass down. <laughs> I know you're gonna be on that Amityville in space. Right? Oh, yes. He's baby. gonna be I brother ghoulish alone in the theater. Please <laughs> give me an advanced screener for that. I would I would give my left testicle to see that in theaters, please. Not for space. No, we gotta move that whole record the week around because Ryan got the ticket. Like <laughs> For the one day it's gonna be a theater. I'm gonna post pictures on Twitter of me like with tears in my eyes, like sitting in the booth waiting for it to come on. In an empty theater, like the people who work there are mad. They're like, "We thought we was gonna close this one down. We sold one ticket." <laughs> I mean, they're crying like the Sanjaya girl and shit. <laughs> no. no. Oh my god. Um, so my first, my first <laughs> bad wig inductee for this episode is whatever the fuck is on Jack Black's head in episode of your last summer, that hate crime of a wig. Because first off, we keep putting white men in locks and being like, he's a stoner and he's relaxed and it's fun. Every time Jack Black popped out of the pool <laughs> from behind the bar <laughs> or what have you, I'm like, the real horror is on his head. Julie James. <laughs> Take care of ASAP. I need I need that to be killed before we kill the fisherman because Listen. that and I forgot how bad that wig was. I actually forgot until I rewatched uh the movie. Like I, it's a comfort watch now. Like I watch it all the time now. But like my first rewatch was last year, and I was like, damn, this is a really really bad wig. It's 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 kind of close to being a hate crime. Like it's dangerously close. I for some reason that and Jaws are intertwined in my head. So whenever I see it pop out of that pool, I hear the Jaws theme song. <laughs> that wig is like not holding water because it's just like sadness and yarn. I'm oh. screaming sadness and yarn. It's correct. <laughs> mm -mm. That was a good. That was a good entry because like, and I it dreads will never list. be it though. I mean, besides the fact that the dreads were on a white man, just dreads in general are like, I, I don't know, for some reason, like super freaking hard to do. Yeah. No, it's not hard to do because I've seen it done well. Mm -hmm. Synthetic locks on somebody's head who doesn't actually have locks. But it's a very ballsy way, uh, ballsy direction to go in. And it never, never works. Um, also, what's his face from... Uh, scary movie. It's one of the scary movies. It's not one, one or two. The yeah, Anthony Anderson because he's on my list. Bingo. Yes. Oh, bingo. Yeah, he's on my list too. Anthony Anderson See, scary movie three. <laughs> exhibit B. Just, just, just don't, just don't go with the locks. Just don't. Yeah. I've not. 
I've not seen Scary Movie 3, but I've seen this wig. Um, because, like, it's See, that to- red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> You've seen the wig, but you haven't seen the movie. Extreme up red freaking flag. No. That's not a good thing. Yeah, it's not. Because, like, the thing is, I, I'm assuming they're making fun of Mackay Pfeiffer from 8 Mile, because that wig was also a choice. And I don't know which is worse because like Mackay Pfeiffer has like locks coming out of, I don't even know what that situation is. Like they just gave up and they don't know how they work. And so they're like, eh, just add some locks to it and people will know what we're going for. I don't know what this bird's nest of a mess is. I don't. And I think it's part of the reason Mackay Pfeiffer's career turned the opposite direction. He was going up. And then that wig is out there haunting him. And he's like, I can't get work this year now. What happened? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm going to ER. <laughs> let me just tell you this, right? If you remember after this, I mean, don't watch Scary Movie Three, obviously, but just watch the scenes with uh with Brenda in them. Just just watch those scenes. Like, I'm pretty sure someone on YouTube has done God's. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Work and just did it like as a real. Oh, it, her scenes are hilarious. I mean, no surprise, but she's the best part of that movie. And they have like a funeral for her because you know she dies like in every fucking movie, like every Kenny movie. on South Park. And her <laughs> funeral is literally one of the funniest scenes of the screen, uh, the little scary movie franchise. It's very funny. Uh, I might do that. Um, yeah, I got to be on a Zoom with Regina Hall last week, and so like I need to just keep like taking in more of the stuff that I somehow missed her in, which is all the scary movies. <laughs> oh, oh my god. 
Okay, so let me give this next entry for y'all. It is, I'm still not done with Twilight. So the next week is also from the Twilight universe. And it's Carlisle Cullen. That's the father. Because I know, uh, like, could you say Peter you Fascinelli? Seen him, right? Is that Peter? I might be that butchering might his last be, name. That might be his name. I don't know his real life name. I'm actually going to Google real quick. But yeah, no, that wig they put on that handsome man. He's very handsome. Is it the white wig? Yes. I seen it. I didn't see the movie, but I seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I need y'all to know oh. wigs are so bad that they made the internet rounds without people knowing the context. <laughs> that is him. You called it. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I don't even know how to say it. You just said it to me. Peter I just Googled it. Yeah. Because he's not unattractive, but I saw that on, and I was like, what had happened? It just, I can't you know, he, he became a vampire and everything went out the window, baby. Because <laughs> that wig, I can't take it. I really can't process it. It's so high. It's so yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. The closer to the Lord. What? <laughs> no, not in this case. <laughs> oh my God. Nah, you're right. That is bad. Oh my yeah. God. All right. <laughs> Who I is it me? Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I'm going to go with, I, I fought with this one for a little bit because half of, no, maybe not half. I want to say 20% of me thinks that this may be a style choice. Mm. Um, I don't know. Um, but Billy from Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes. yes. So he has the like mullet thing going on right and he's like super freaking heartthrob but it looks like a a road a piece of roadkill that's like stapled to the back corner of his head right and most of me is like god a that wig is awful b uh mullet but then the other part of me is like is this supposed to be like I know this is a period piece. This is supposed to be the 80s. It was a time. Is this supposed to be accurate? Because I know people were walking around actually looking like this. So this is something that I fight with. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's big Tiger King on a country music tour energy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he has the past of a wrestler. Like he was at the WWE before they were the WWE. <laughs> like it's a weakness of a lot. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, it's saying things. It's saying things all right. I feel he is like a he handsome caught. man. Oh, yeah, he mm -hmm. is. Like, I definitely found him very attractive, like, when I looked past the hair. But it's very difficult because of how voluminous it is and how stiff it is. And I'm kind of called back to something because, like, lately I've been, like, lately, I'm old. The last year, I stopped getting fades on the back of my neck. I just get lined up. And so somebody, I don't remember who, Said it looked like I had like a fro mullet or something. I said, "Bitch, I'll cut you, <laughs> bitch. I will cut you." Okay, don't you ever in your life. I mean, it kind of looks like a little uh, mullety sometimes, but I try to fight against that by shaping it. But no, don't. Yeah. Mm -mm, that's rude. Hey, it's twenty twenty two, and mullets are like actually kind of making a comeback, but they only look good on women. I was about I to say, because you saying this, Zero, but I could not see you uh, tuning into this damn podcast with a damn mullet on. I could, I can't envision that. No, no, no. Like, I have I have a very specific, like, <laughs> image. Also, it's it's very, like, Bushwick, uh, hipstery, 
um, I drink IPAs and then I'm going to go to a industrial rock concert afterwards, but it's like vibey and it works. It only works on femmes though, but it works. I I have seen some, I have seen some femmes turn it out. Like very, mm-hmm. like there's a lot that try it and a very few can do it. Cause you have to have the right face and attitude. You can't just be out here yeah. like, I'm gonna try to smell it out. It's like, no girl, you have to own it. No, 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 no. full chest. Like yes. you, you, you need to commit. Cause otherwise if you doubting it, we gonna doubt it. It's, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. I am not the person for it. My love. First off, my head is too big. Secondly, like I, <laughs> who am I? I can't. I just care what I got. <laughs> Why'd I do that? Like <laughs> same. I just can't talk about it. Like it's same. Like the shape of my head, it just wouldn't. But I, y'all have me interested. Like if somebody can kill it, I'm not gonna hate. Like mm. look, hey. And I'm not no. saying that Billy killed it or anything. No, <laughs> but I am also not saying that I can't see Billy as a character like you know before he goes to his lifeguard job or whatever he wakes up in the morning and he just like clips his little extensions in the back (laughs) of his head before you know to wow all the moms at the at the pool or whatever so I'm not exactly sure that would be a very interesting question if I had the opportunity to interview uh, somebody in hair and makeup who works on Stranger Things. This is something that I w- is it a style choice? Is it part of his character, or are y'all just clueless? I think they thought they were serving the Lost Boys, but they were just serving us a Lost Boy who lost his coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> I can't find my way home. So right. Wrong. Right? He's on the milk card and his hair's on another one. You had to put them together yes. to get the full story. <laughs> goes the other to the other corner of the, the milk carton. Right. Oh I'm with this hair piece. I'm with this dude. Like those are the matching shirts. <laughs> that's so that's so disrespectful and real at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> another initiation into the Bad Wigs Hall of Fame I like to share with the Midnight Society is Bridget from Ginger Snaps. They yeah. threw this shit at Emily Perkins and sent her out into the wind. And so she's fighting. <laughs> her, no. she, she's fighting the wind. And she's fighting her given circumstances as an actor for this whole franchise. And it just kept getting bigger, it felt like. Like, that. that's one oh of the... It, like, every time they cut away from her and came back, there's more hair. As a kid, I didn't know about bad wigs until I saw this. Like, her hair's not right. I need answers. I need answers. And somebody's like, it's a wig. It's okay. I'm like, it's not okay. <laughs> Therese's sleep paralysis demon is actually just like a really bad wig. Right? <laughs> Me mumbling, give her a part. <laughs> give her a part. <laughs> Secure the wig. <laughs> Everything else can go, but help her hair, please. They didn't even try. They didn't even try. They were like, um, give her this wig and she'll figure it out. And she turned out a performance under that shit. So like kudos to Emily Perkins for learning how to do it by yourself. Cause like the wind would hit and she'd be like, <laughs> it, was, it was overwhelming. Like it was just an overwhelming amount of hair for that small like actress. Yeah. No, they don't know what to do. They did not know what to do with brunettes back then because brunettes were the unattractive. Side. So they're like, nobody's gonna pay attention. And I'm like, um, <laughs> brunettes was how uh, a lot of Hollywood movies tried to act like they were so diverse. Look, we have a brunette and we have a blonde. 
Look, right? look at the diversity, y'all. Y'all talking about y'all want some uh, diversity. Here you go. I'm this screaming. <laughs> y'all know if that's If you want to get really crazy, you threw our redhead in there. Oh, like, they're feeling really wild. the whole spectrum. This is literally the whole spectrum. <laughs> so much spice. So much spice. Yeah, Roy G. Viv, the whole thing. <laughs> the way I would pick up my clutch and tiptoe out of that writer's room, <laughs> I, I, don't, I couldn't take it. That's too much. All right, so I have the next installation for y'all. I know we're all not ready, but I'm pretty sure this is a bingo card strike. Eddie Murphy and Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, oh yes. Yep. I can go ahead and check that one out now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bingo. Uh, it, it reminds me of those like early PlayStation games where they had wrestlers and they would come down and their hair wouldn't move because it's one unit. <laughs> I'm like, here comes the edge. I was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> His wig was so <laughs> stiff that if you remember when he was crawling upside down on the wall to peek oh inside my the apartment, God. it was not moving. It was still pointing up to the sun, even though his nose was pointed to the ground. That that was defying oh gravity. It was very disrespectful. And he knows that the wig is bad. Like, if you look up, like, he talks about it. And he even thinks part of the reason that the film didn't do so hot was because this wig was so bad. And I'm oh, like, please. I don't think that's it. But the wig still is very bad. That's definitely not it. But does it help? No. 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 I, I, it does not warrant the 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um the wig, I can see minusing five just for the wig, yes, because I'm petty and it's a bad wig. It's the most supernatural part of the movie because they were playing supernatural and I was like, it's for that wig. They dedicated a song to this fucking wig. Um, the most yeah. supernatural part of the movie. <laughs> I even preferred his yeah. wig as like Reverend Pauly over this wig. Mm. I, like that, because at least that was part of the persona. No. Like, what the hell? Where is this vampire supposed to be from? Maximilian had the worst wig of the movie. Eddie Murphy played three, four people. Maximilian had the worst wig. And I'm like, that's the one you need to spend the most time on. Why didn't you why didn't you give him the wig he used to hold up the Italian joint? Give him that wig. <laughs> Switch those wigs. Not Switch the, them. Not that wig, child. You ain't lying. But that wig had the soul glowing, baby. That was the crossover for uh, coming to America. That one hairstyle. I, I literally think part of the reason that scene went on for so long is because Eddie Murphy had self-esteem again. And he was like, I'm going to just ad lib some stuff so I can stay in this wig. <laughs> yeah, no, that wig was violent. Zero, hopefully yours isn't as bad. The next one you're about to enter is, is this. Mm, let's see. Let's go with, okay. Well, this is pretty bad because it's very recent. You know, I want to give uh, older movies a little bit more uh, slack, I guess. But, you know, we're, we, we are progressing exponentially as a society at this point. So when you see a bad wig, it like hurts, I want to say, 3.5 <laughs> times more than something that came out in like 1998. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, my girl Sabrina... In the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, her wig is so freaking bad, and they did not help it at all for any of the four seasons. Um, well, when she started out um, in the the introduction of the show, before she like goes like full witch, she has her little like witch puberty thing, and she like 
uh, signs her name in the book of the devil or whatever and decides that she's going to pursue this life as a witch, which makes her hair platinum white. And it's just, it's just, it's closer to God. She signed the book of the devil and then her hairline just like rose a little bit, which is extremely holy and not accurate at all. But they never, and the, the show was really good. The show was so, so well done. Um, the costume design was amazing. Um, but this is just like, just with the standards, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. When you said Sabrina, I saw that wig in my vision because, like, it's it's one of those. It's the reason I don't go back for that finale for the first season because I'm like that wig is too much. I'll just skip over that when I rewatch because <laughs> the wig it came out of nowhere because we was doing well, we were doing the things, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we did not budget for this wig." <laughs> and she was like, "The main like, character's wig, of all things." It was haunting. It was chilling for different reasons. It was chilling. It was chilling and it just looked a little, or not a little, it looked ridiculous. It did look absolutely ridiculous. And as a side note, um, Tati Gabrielle, the, the woman who plays Prudence, who we love so much, I learned that she did her own hair for those four seasons, those finger wow. waves. She did that, that. I was wondering why her hair looked right because like we've all seen enough black people in white spaces on TV and it's never right. And I'm like, her hair looks right. This is weird. Yeah. Especially because Sabrina's wig was so dry. And so that I'm not surprised. <laughs> that she did that her mystery. own hair that whole time. And it sucks. But the first thing that I think when I that I thought when I found that out was she definitely was not paid <laughs> to do her own hair. No, I was just thinking that it sucks that it, that it had to happen, but it came out it, it came out rather so clean and crisp because like the the opposite of that would have them would have been why can't I make a sentence Jesus Christ um <laughs> the opposite would have been them trying to put like some type of something over top of the hair with the finger waves on it mm -hmm. so it would look really bad and I feel like Prudence is one of the most striking characters not just visually but like acting wise like Prudence is probably. Now I think about it, my favorite character of the show, and I like Sabrina, mm -hmm. but yeah, good for her. Whenever I hear actors, whenever I hear black actors have to do their own hair or get their own tie to do their own makeup, there needs to be discretionary funds to pay them because you didn't hire anybody who could do it all. I agree. Yeah. Because uh, the other option is to like sit here and let you make them look like boo-boo the fool for this production. And then like people are like, why did that happen to you? <laughs> Right, <laughs> and so either hire people who work with black people and know how to do the hair, and are not assholes, because that's also a thing. You'll be sitting there for microaggression Monday just to get your hair combed, but like we, we just won't do it in Hollywood. Apparently, we're just like, yeah, it's fine, and have people over here with crooked wigs. You ruined Halle Berry, Hollywood. Look at your choices. <laughs> how you fucked that up? But Speaking you know, finger waves are not easy. That that shit takes yeah. time. So I, in a long day of shooting, I can only imagine what time this poor girl was waking up. Hey, oh, yeah. Rough. I didn't think um, about that. I'm going um, for my next one. <laughs> Some hair pieces are so bad, they, they transition genres. They are beyond the genres, y'all. Um, I'm looking at Shamar Moore's situation from Diary of Mad Black Woman specifically. Because me since I was a child. My cousin made me watch this movie when I was a kid. And I was like, what is wrong with his head? And I have been bothered <laughs> ever since. You yeah. know, 
that's that's what I was talking like five minutes ago about your sleep paralysis demon. It's specifically mm-hmm. Shamar Moore straight backs in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I yeah. I think that's that could be peak peak questionable installation. That's it. Peak, literally peak, because like I don't know what they did with the front of his head, but there was nothing there to make you think anything was real. I don't know if this is Tyler Perry being like nobody gets to be hot in my movies, or if this was like a bet that was lost. But like the braids ain't right. You have. Shamar Moore has a career of being handsome. Questionable movies, questionable shows, always handsome. And he does one Tyler Perry movie and his stock plummeted. <laughs> it would have made more sense for them to just keep him. Like, I mean, he's a great looking man. And it, the straight backs just... <sighs> were not essential to his character. You did not need to do that. Exactly. Every, I mean, like, if you're worried about him being bald and handsome, that's that's the least of your concerns. Shamar Moore, really? Mm. Listen, I was so confused as a kid because I was like, what happened? He's usually hot. What? What is? Where does his hair start? Why is it doing? I had so many questions nobody could answer. I was inconsolable. <laughs> Not inconsolable. <laughs> that's why this is, the, this is the only Tyler Perry movie I've ever seen because it left me shaken. It's the scariest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen another Tyler Perry movie. And I never and let will. me tell you, Tyler Perry is such a repeat offender. And he knows that at this point because that's become like the meme of his uh his production studio is oh, Tyler Perry's great, makes a lot of jobs, uh, has this yep. new recording studio, yes, black excellence, yeah, bad wigs. That's like it's it's in the talking points. It's it's not avoidable at this point. He has literally made a name for himself. And as we said, the entire budget just goes to Medea's wigs and nobody else's. That's it. I I really want I, Pixar to compile renderings of all of the Tyler Perry wigs <laughs> and create a wig games. Um so that I can like ooh. have the most scary animated movie of my lifetime. <laughs> this would just make a hilarious animated movie because I can really imagine like any one of these wigs that we just talked about just like lifting and like doing like a like a kind of the thing like it's like <laughs> you know the head that comes off and it turns into a spider but it's just the wig and it just scurries off. <laughs> oh, oh no. Not attack of the undead wigs. That is yes. very frightening. <laughs> yes. But we have to do that now. Are you listening, Sci-Fi? Um, we have an IP for you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and we all want the coin. <laughs> we, look, the worst wigs ever. We promise. We it's promise. Like, isn't that a cute tagline? <laughs> it is. It is. That's mad cute. It was dumb cute, honestly. We it. would have to do what what bad hair wanted to do, and bad hair really tried it. It was it was almost there. <laughs> even know how to go about talking about that piece um like you got a movie called bad hair you don't need to put bad hair on everybody to drive it home we you could have given them some good wigs you could have given them some good extensions nobody looked right nobody looked right i think the most uh funniest wig in that one was definitely um why can't i think of her name I don't want to talk about her thank you thank you because i kept wanting to call her lena dunham and that is not that child <laughs> And let's not even unpack that. Let's not unpack that in this episode. <laughs> that's a late episode. That's, that's like dropping a bomb in the room and just walking away. You ain't lying. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all ready for this next wig? 
So I'm going to skip over Anthony Anderson's because we bingo carded that joint. Uh, and just go right into Norman Bates' mother wig. Ooh, that's a good answer. That one has always, always stayed in my mind. I'm like, how, how close to his mother does he really think this look is is getting? I just, I'm just curious. I just want to know. No judgment. It all makes sense now. It all makes sense. The whole movie makes sense now. <laughs> together. People always talk about the shower scene being they remember most, but like it's the wig scene for me. The shower scene is a close second, though. <laughs> oh yeah. But when they throw that door open and that wig greets them, I'm like, oh no, this got too real. <laughs> I screamed too, but for a very different reason. And then I feel like even in the TV show, they they played with it too because the wig he was wearing, I'm like that that is not what was on that woman's head. Don't you dare. The Bates Motel was like, we are a broadcast <laughs> friendly show. We can't throw you that <laughs> between the hours of seven and nine. If we were at 11, maybe. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's too much honey for young pancake. We got to give it to him, you know, very gently. <laughs> if no, you were I- to just go to like Party City and get like the generic like grandma wig and it's just like, it's just that. That you could just throw that on your head and it would be like a canon cosplay. Exactly how it is seen on on the screen. Like party city quality. Mm. It really yeah. it's the Sharon Needle special. Like <laughs> just dial five for the Sharon Needle special and it's that wig. What you know who else was wearing that wig? Old girl Muriel from uh Courage Cowardly Dog. <laughs> It's the exact same. It's the exact same. It is. Hair. It is. There, there is no difference. It is the same. Oh my god, that's so funny. Like every time I saw that wig, I wanted bats to fly out just because I knew it had the power to do that. <laughs> Accurate. I'm it pretty sure like they did in between happen. takes. You just gotta fluff it out. Just cobwebs and right. rodents. It's coming it's out. Like, that's where the bad man ran. Look in the wig. <laughs> No way. Okay, who I got next? Who do I have next? This is about to be good. I Okay, so remember how earlier in the episode I had mentioned how I feel about um, flashbacks? Yeah. So one of the reasons, there's many reasons, besides the whole mansplaining kind of thing, um, for some reason, the way to indicate that like a lot of time has passed and this is like, you know, a younger version of our characters is either that dumb ass and uh, CGI de-aging or it's just like slap a bad wig on them. And the wigs are not always on their heads. OK, sometimes it's facial hair. And uh, I have a double right now for a, a spiral from the book of Saw. Uh, those dumb ass flashback scenes uh, with Sam Jackson had like a ridiculous mustache. It was a caterpillar. It, it was just like a straight up sock, a sock on his upper lip. It was so bad. And then Chris Rock, uh, his younger self, had like this mustache goatee combo. And it was just like an oval, like a very perfect oval made of like Sharpies and shoe polish that just sat around his upper lip onto his chin. It Just shoe polish. I can't, I, I cannot do a better explanation to shoe polish. And that's supposed to indicate 
that this was like the 90s or something. It's just like, y'all look dumb. Get get it off of your face. When I saw that movie, I was like, these facial hair decisions are worse than any trap Jigsaw could ever. Yeah, (laughs) this is the trap. This is the trap. Get that fucking shoe polish off of your face, please. Yeah, my skin was crawling looking at that shit. I just know the fast tracks were cringe, so cringe, and that just made it so much worse. And I don't think that people had that mustache goatee combo like that around the nineties. I, I really don't think so. Not like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Very like it's almost almost a Steve Harvey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It took me back. It took me back to the 90s. I don't want to go back that way. <laughs> it's like, oh, you see that mustache? Oh, this must have been the 90s. Now I can continue with my film, uh, with my film analysis. <laughs> Cuts to a picture of Steve Harvey in the 90s with that goatee combo. Yes. <laughs> I wish that they would leave facial hair on black men in the 90s alone because like yeah. part of the reason these wigs are missing is because they don't understand black hair textures. So they're just like, put some felt on that bitch. Nobody will notice. I'm like, I noticed what right? felt looks like. This is Velcro. Felt. <laughs> oh my god. So like, just just don't. If you can't do the if you can't do the wigs right, don't don't travel. Don't travel. <laughs> like, stay focus on that. Get that together. And when right. y'all have more people looking together up top, then you could be like, can we try a mustache or some sideburns? But they're trying to run for they can crawl, <laughs> and that's why their faces was crawling away on spiral. Yep. And a lot of those old like films, they look even worse because like as they remaster films, we can see more. And so the the felt thing, because you're so right on that, as bad as it looked before, when I put that in in 4K HD Ultra, oh, it's nah. like, oh, y'all thought we were God never forbid, like this. don't sweat at all. Because the moment you start sweating, there's just the shoe polish going to start dripping. And it's oh. not. Imagine you're on a date with a bow and literally his shit just falls off into the soup or like it just like runs like all clean off his face or something. It's like help, help. You're you're paying for this meal and you're paying for my Uber home. <laughs> and you're not coming with me. Look, I don't even know. Like, can you imagine being the person that's like wipe that shit up later? Cause you mind your business, you see this date when he's like dripping into his soup, and you're like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> Oh no! Not- Burn that tablecloth. It's stained forever. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. That's why, like, I don't like when they use like the the Beijing. Cause like one day, like I got like a shape up or whatever, and I told them that like I had a photo shoot coming up, so they put Beijing on me, and I didn't know they did it because I'd never had it before. I went to work. I looked in that mirror. I have pictures. I'll show y'all if I can find them after this, bruh. And then my coworker saw, and he let my ass have it. He was like, "Bro, what, what, what is going on with your hairline?" I'm like, "Look, I didn't ask for it. <laughs> I did not ask for this." That's a real friend. That's yeah. a real friend. Yeah. yeah for so sure. Tyler Perry needs one of those. Actually, you know what? I take that back because he definitely knows. He knows. Oh yeah. He knows, and he doesn't care because he's cutting corners and it's saving money for him, so he could just like double up Medea's wig next time. Listen, you can't change your mind. How you open up a whole ass Tyler Perry studio and don't have a wig department? Because that's <laughs> you could do. You could be the change. You could be the change. He can't so could be the change, but no. 
this is it's really important to people as a as a culture you know for a lot of people we are our hair mm-hmm. so I like agree. do better do better that's just it's another leg another very important leg of of how representation matters and that is not fucking it i love that right the call should not be coming from inside the house no and it is it's coming from inside the house (laughs) 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 who even is it on i lost (laughs) i think it's your turn isn't it it's your turn yeah yeah that's awesome um, I, I just would not be me if I did not bring up Robin Tunney in the craft. Um, I know she's coming off of having her head completely shaved for Empire Records and I respect that, but there were ways to not do what y'all did to this witch. Like, as a child, I was like, the fuck is wrong with her head? <laughs> Cause I couldn't, I couldn't tell what was wrong. And I saw Empire Records and I saw that and I was like, is it, is this the timeline? Is this what happened? Is this what happened? I need answers. And finally, people gave me those answers when I was an adult. And I was like, y'all could have just let her be bald. Keep her in hats. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm-mm-mm. That wig was... It, it could have been the sequel. That wig, <laughs> is the, that wig is the second most upsetting part of that movie to me. The first being Rochelle and how she was handled. But then that wig yeah. is a very fucking close second. Hey. <laughs> but on the bright side, Rochelle's hair looked great. Yeah, right? I agree. I love her hair. Like I like even now how uh the actress like Rachel True keeps her hair. I lo- I love that she's just the big kinky hair. That's it's it's uh-huh. her signature trademark for me. I was living because she was in the horror anthology, yeah. and so she wasn't playing the "Are you okay?" character. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, give her so much more, please. <laughs> I would love that if they gave her more because I agree, man. Like she could, she's like low key one of the people I constantly want to see in horror. Oh so, yeah. I really wish that she would just like, just, just, just come all the way, yeah, all the way. I know she is killing it with like her tarot game right now. I do know a lot of people in my immediate circle who have bought her tarot deck. They said it's really awesome. I'm rooting for her. She's great. Nothing but love. And she has somehow steered away from terrible, terrible wiggetry. I feel like she's not having that shit. Don't y'all get that vibe for from her? Like they would come in with a wig and she's just like, you thought. (laughs) You thought I'll put that shit on my head. I think she has to be because, like, again, we've seen what happens if you just go with what they're gonna do to you. Hmm. Um, like like network TV messed up Michael B. Jordan for so long. I did not know he was hot when he was on the parenthood. I was like, who does like pasty black kid? I don't what's going on under there? And then he got away from them and it's like (gasps) <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm engaged. <laughs> I'm engaged. Go away. That's how y'all met after he after he got, cleaned right. it up and got it together. Right? He had somebody else do his makeup. It was a whole new world. I was like, oh my god! Hi. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. If I ever saw Rachel True in a bad wig, I would weep like openly. It would like in the theater wherever I am, the watch party and clubhouse. I would unmute. So y'all could hear me weeping. Oh, gosh, that's wrong. The prophecy. <laughs> the prophecy. <laughs> the prophecy. The world. That's literally how I am. Legend starts. Like she comes out, she has a bad installation on her. We're like, oh, it's about to get scary. It's, oh this, shit! This is going I'm not for. <laughs> that that type of gonna be there. He's gonna pop out of the wig to be like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> And then the wig like gets up and helicopters up into the sky and shit. 
Right. It's oh like an Inspector God. Gadget wig or some shit. Eric will be George with the fight the wig, but Will Smith won't let him because that's where he lives now. Like, it's... Hold up, this script oh like might work now. We we can do this. We can do this. Who else we put in this movie? Get it out. <laughs> oh my God. Is it my turn now? Because I have yes. the last week. I have some honorable mentions after. Oh no, I have two. Okay. Because I wrote one while we were talking because of you, Zero. Because when it, it, let me get that one out the way. So when you said the facial hair thing, look, I'm gonna go outside of horror for a hot second because it's so egregious it has to be touched on. Um, Denzel from America's Next Top Model, season 21, episode four, when they did the beard challenge, when they gave him a fake beard, and I'm putting it up now. Ew. What yeah. is that chin strap? Oh my god! And it's god. worse in movement. Like if you look up the videos, like he hated it, obviously. But you know, Tyra don't give a fuck. She'd be doing anything to these girls. Oh, just, no. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was. I remember I watched it when it premiered, and I was like, that wig looks so beard wig, whatever. Looks so bad. There needs to be man. just as much detail paid attention to the facial wigs if you're gonna even go there. If not, like, you know, you can always, all right, I'm going to say this, but it's not an excuse, okay? Wearing a headband covering up the hairline is not a fix of a bad wig, but in an extreme situation, okay, there can always be a hat. I mean, as long as it moves, as long as it moves, you you could throw a headband, you could throw a a hat, but you can't do that with a beard. You can't do that with a mustache. So, Mm -hmm. like, it you got to be in or out. There has to be just as much detail paid attention, if not more, because that's your face, your face. Appreciate you know, there's it. all these incredible actors out here who have such impeccable skill that they can act with this thing on their head. But on their face, that's a whole new level. That is yeah. a whole new level. I can't even imagine that kind of trauma is seeing it on your face while you're trying to like emote and you feel it messing Forget you up. It. Forget <laughs> about it. Yeah. And the that's whole monologue. Throw right? the whole monologue away. No, because right? I just got fucking Velcro pubes in my mouth and no. <laughs> I would not. I And they're always like, why won't people work with us anymore? It's like, because you attaching hate crimes to their faces. Like, right. <laughs> that's why. This damn hairpiece setting us back 300 years. Of course I'm not working with you no more. 300 years. <laughs> you reverse a lot of work. And still don't connect. Why is this? No. <laughs> like, Madam CJ Walker did all this work so y'all can do what to us on film? <laughs> this just got deep. Th- that, that was the deepest cut we've experienced. <laughs> Madam <laughs> CJ Walker literally spinning in her grave looking at these headpieces. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Shaking her damn head. Right? Mm. She's like, I did not create all this so this could happen to my people. <laughs> just could not. <laughs> Did y'all have anyone else on y'all list? Yeah, I have I have another one. Um, I'm just going to talk about some more how I freaking hate flashbacks and how they're stupid and dumb. Um, but the flashbacks in Dexter, when they oh. show like a young Dexter, he has this like kind of swoopy, like the the early 2000s, like Justin Bieber swoop bowl cut. 
and it's still the same actor and he is a grown man he's definitely he's not no like you know 25 year old he's probably 30 something trying to be a a teenage a teen or whatever and he's got the swoopy bang and it just screams like i've become so numb i can feel you there just like it just looks like an old man in a justin bieber wig but it's but it's strawberry blonde, you know, that Dexter's gonna have it. But of course it's a flashback and it's just like, I'm not buying this. You just put him in a crusty wig and said, Oh yeah, the audience is gonna love this. <laughs> like not crusty. It's, it felt like they were trying to repurpose Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from Halloween Resurrection and they did that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what it was. Uh-huh. Specifically. How did I it was actually it actually was a cameo the whole time. <laughs> it was. It's like we told y'all Dexter is part of the horror universe. <laughs> <laughs> he was been there the whole time. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I I know we bring up little monsters a lot, but we need to talk about Lupita's wig, which Jazz was that scary called the wet and wavy. What's the blood in it? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John said that? No, she did not. That's yeah, it's in our article. <laughs> we did an article on wig pieces, and she's like, I want that one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she called it the wet and wavy mop. <laughs> and it still sends me to this day. <laughs> oh my God, that is too much. There isn't even anything to say about that wig. That movie was so much fun. It was it was a uh, very playful, but that wig was just like completely the opposite of playful. It was just very, just straightforward, brick, not animated. Just I was actually waiting for at one point there to be like some sort of like meta joke, you it know. But yeah, it, it would have made it so much better if that was you know like the stiff ass wig was a character of its own and like. You know, she ended up flinging it off and then being badass killing zombies. Like, fuck this. You know how, like, yeah. a, a Koye did in Black Panther when she, like, yes. throws the wig at the guys mm-hmm. and then starts kicking ass? Something like that. But no, it was just like... <laughs> I really do worry that Black Panther might be the only time Black people have their hair together as a collective in a movie. Because, like, we ain't seen it nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have to agree with that. And the funny thing is, it could... It can make for more powerful storytelling if they just let the hair get messed up. Because, like, let's be real. Like, I'm pretty sure a big motivation of using all this product, all this gel, all this spray, all this WD-40, whatever they're doing to keep the hair <laughs> oh stiff my God. is a continuity choice. Because they're probably like, this wig is probably going to be going between all these phases and all these changes, right? But I think it's going to be random, right? I think about, like, the Noah's Ark movie, uh, Jump in the Broom, by Patrick Ian Polk, right? There's a character named Brandy in this, for people who haven't seen it, who has like really long, beautiful hair the entire movie. And because they allow the hair to move, by the time the party is over, her hair is really messed up. It's like it's it's pushed up. There's stuff in it. And it's a result of what happened in the story. It's not stiff. It actually moves. So I would like to see this in horror. Like it's, it's specifically Lupita. Like she's fighting zombies. So it would be funny if in the final scene her hair's just fucked up. Like it's all over the place. There's an eyeball True. in it because like mm-hmm. she's literally fighting zombies. Like that'd have been better. It would have made it better because it was a bad wig. <laughs> just straight up. Not good. Okay, y'all. So y'all ready for my last one? 
Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right. This one is also a nod to Jazz from Girl That's Scary because I didn't notice how bad how bad Samuel L. Jackson's wig from Eve's Bayou was until they talked about it in the episode when they covered it. And <laughs> bruh, that wig is violent. <laughs> I don't think they hated it as much as I did because I know it came up recently in a conversation we were all having for a watch party. But nah, man, that wig had to, it had to go. They did Samuel L. Bad. And he shows up with quite a few bad wigs. Like, if you look up his career, they be putting him in some violent ass wigs. He wanted it's to be bald and they did to let him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. While we're in Eve's Bayou, I just need to also <laughs> say that I see you, Mr. Rondi Curtis Hall. And I'm sorry that this happened to you as you were playing Julian. <laughs> Because what they did to him was the Highlander wig, but it didn't make no fucking sense. I was like, he got enough to worry about. He about to marry this woman to be her next dead husband, and you put him in his wig too? The disrespect. Like, (laughs) the disrespect. Oh, man, that wig was really bad. And that was a drive-by shooting, by the way, because I forgot about about that damn wig. Listen, (laughs) I love that movie. But Denise's wigs were not right. And maybe it was a commentary that, like, men aren't shit and neither are they wigs. I don't know. But... <laughs> not inaccurate. <laughs> not inaccurate either. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Okay, what's y'all last ones? I got to hear these. Y'all got to bring okay. them home. These got to be the worst I, I was waiting for somebody else to bring this up, but uh, it's cool. I think we're going to, like, save the best for last in this case. Um, but literally the entire Walking Dead universe... Yeah, yeah, yes. that's mm. snaps for that, or, yes. or no snaps for that, rather. No. Um, <laughs> and, and that has no no indication of race. Everybody's wig is bad. Literally everyone's wig is bad. Um, everyone wants to talk about Michonne's locks, but we can also talk about um, Carol's wig, just looking absolutely insane. Um, and Ezekiel? In, yeah, Ezekiel. Oh, See, yeah. there, there it is with the locks. Just like they're, they're jumping, they're they're sprinting when they really can't even crawl yet, trying to put on locks on people. And again, with the, the you know, we all know putting on a headband to cover the hairline is cheating, and you know it is. It's cheating. Besides that, uh, there was a um, Shamar Moore's wig in Diary of a Mad Black Woman had a second life over in The Walking Dead. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all remember the character Heath. Um, I don't remember the actor's name. This is going to kill me inside. But he is the young man who played uh, Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. You know who I'm talking about? Is it Corey it, Hawkins? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, is his the character's name was Heath? Same thing, crazy ass straight backs, but it came into a little ponytail at the end. And they did the same thing, they try to cover up the hairline with the little headband. Of course, every now and again, a scene they would like poke out, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have the headband on. But stop doing that, just stop, just freaking stop, stop, you guys. And this is not even like okay, Tyler Perry is one thing. He's in his own world. He knows his wigs are bad, whatever. We have Greg Nicotero, which means we're going to have fire-ass practical effects. And that's something that The Walking Dead for years has spoiled us with. Fire-ass practical effects. Realism in that show is off the fucking chain. Why are we bringing these characters down 
these exceptional, uh, full of character development. You love them, you hate them, and then you put these damn things on their head. It is just, Hurtful. and they try they try to do Michonne a little bit too, uh, like in her later seasons when uh, her romance with with Rick comes out and her uh, she stops being such a two-dimensional character who's just strong all the time and she gets a little bit more vulnerable um, and i guess that's like translated by she puts her locks up in a ponytail and she's like different now but the headband comes off and it's just like girl put the headband back on Please. listen this is another bingo because i had the entire cast of the walking dead this might be the free space on these bingo cards let's be honest yeah. um <laughs> yeah. and not to speak for one of my husbands, but I do believe that part of the reason Steve Yoon left is because he saw the wigs and he's like, my day could be any season. And so you he's like, what? take me let's out. Stick. Let's stick with that. Yeah, that's uh-huh. He was like, this is it. I, I can't do this no more. <laughs> he's like, I've dodged too many hair pieces to try this one more time. Just end it. Yep. They're like, you want to open it? He's like, me. no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to recast me with a bad wig. I don't want you to bring me back to a bad wig. Just let it, let us go. I'll do other stuff. Just let me die. <laughs> yes. Just let me die. Everyone listening, if you're up in arms about Michonne's wig, I beg you. He was a quick character. Just Google Heath. Heath from The Walking Dead. It, it's almost worse than, than The Locks. Almost. Almost. It was personal. It was a hit. It was. Someone did that. Someone did that. Oh. Um, see, la- he just Googled it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. No, you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. Um, Damn, Bank of America did it again. <laughs> Bank of America. Watch they announce a wig line after this. <laughs> they will. Uh, They'll be uh, like, we were listening to Bloody Massacre because we're not racist. Ooh. And we decided. <laughs> I'd be like, so in other words, you only listen to a few minutes because we dragged y'all asses for a good two hours. <laughs> They'll put out the press statement. We needed to hear that so we can change. No actionable items will be listed in this press statement. Um, It's the huge. The last wig that we will be inducting into this questionable installments installment (laughs) is the Kelly Rowland from Freddy vs. Jason. What's not wrong with the wig? That's a quicker conversation. (laughs) What's not wrong? (laughs) The only thing that's not wrong with the wig is the whole highlights thing because what was it like 2003 2006 yeah i think so yeah so the highlights made sense everything else did not and this is kelly rowan at like arguably the height of her career she is a freaking star you're gonna really put kelly rowan in this mess and then you're gonna put her in in a a face off with freddie and he's gonna call her dark meat or something weird like that y'all remember that yeah. No. yeah, you can't get any more embarrassing than that. I secondhand embarrassment all the way. I was so Same. embarrassed for this whole movie, and like this wig should have shown me that it was not something I needed to see, but I did it anyways because it was Freddie, it was Jason, it was Kelly, and I was like, "This is how y'all repay me." Um, <laughs> the lace yeah. is wrong, the bangs are wrong. It it looks like it's just it looks like somebody put it in like a skillet and legitimately fried it and then threw it on her head. Yeah. And that's yeah. not how you hot comb whoever tried to do this wig for her. That's not how you do the things. <laughs> yeah. And that wig holds like a, a special place in my heart because growing up in the DC, Maryland metropolitan area, 
you would see this wig in the early 2000s. Let me be clear, not now. If, if you see it now, something's wrong. Right. Just let you know. But you could see at any given day a queen getting up for the first time in drag, reaching for that same wig, a girl in high school wearing this wig to be edgy, or the white woman calling for the manager. This was a wig of mutuality. This was the <laughs> safe shake and go from the local I am store. This is a very familiar wig for me. Even when I did drag, I, I got this wig. Like I picked it up because I was like, I know that this is a, it's a staple wig. Like everything up the structure, where the highlight is, all of that. I just another she... cameo is the wig itself, is the cameo. <laughs> this is, yeah, we got its own post-credit scene. Like this wig was that is hysterical. <laughs> Like the wig also fired all the people who work for it. Okay. <laughs> Destroying over. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That wig wouldn't have had to fire me, baby. I'd have walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I again, I just I don't understand because her character was also like clearly the most beautiful girl in the movie, and they yeah. were like she has no self esteem. It's because the wig changed the wig, and she could like <laughs> see herself. <laughs> 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 but I digress. <laughs> um, this was our first episode covering questionable installations. Let us know if you enjoyed hearing about these tragic wigs as much as we enjoy talking about them. Um, because you never know. Maybe a segment called Wig Watch is in order. A wig so. watch. Mm -hmm. A wig watch. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. It, 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 it maybe like if we've watched something up until our next episode that calls for it. it could just be a quick tat, uh, touch and sec. You don't know. That's not fun. Yeah. It, the wig watch, like you said, it'll just be another episode. We're going to compile these. We will be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we no. would love suggestions, too. Remember, <laughs> listeners, you are the hairline of defense. It is y'all. <laughs> Listen, I think that there's a lot of wigs to comb through, and we could definitely do some oh second Oh my god, you are Thank fucking you. killing the puns today, Sheree. I am done with you. There's a lot of wigs to comb through. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's parts for everybody <laughs> on the other side. Oh, um, stop it. <laughs> Ryan, take us home. <laughs> this has been <laughs> Blurdy Massacre. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give us five stars and a review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to talk to us on social media, you can do so at Blurdy Massacre. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And until next time, bye. Wig snatched. <laughs>